Do you have all your comparisons ready? No, but do I need to? Maybe. We can talk it out as we go. Howdy! This is the Intro to Atlantic City episode of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined as always by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? I'm ready to spread the word and indoctrinate people who have never been to Atlantic City (laughs) with the love and knowledge that we possess. Yeah, so uh, we didn't say the episode number because we don't actually know when it's going up. And I don't even know if we should call it episode something something because this is kind of an episode that you can listen to any time i think it will live forever it'll Timeless. certainly have have more stain power than our usual news episodes i think do you disagree with that no no absolutely until i mean it, it should officially be of course you know a numbered episode whenever it comes out whatever episode number this ends up being which i don't know but so if it were comics and we were already 50 something episodes in this would be issue number zero mm-hmm the origin story or whatever like the backstory that you need to know that some, right. for some reason they didn't tell you in the first issue but then when you we come out with issue number 50 whatever it'll still be one more than if we hadn't done it <laughs> yeah yes exactly. just for extra confusion we have to make it as confusing as possible right I like so it. the point of this episode is so we we asked recently for some questions in a mailbag episode which is also going to be coming out sometime around this time period i don't know if it's going to be before or after this episode but during the time i'm on break and a couple of the questions were more basic questions about atlantic city and i realized that we had always been approaching the city as if you the listener knew quite a bit about it and i realized that it's actually quite possible that you might not know a lot about Atlantic city. And so a lot of the stuff we're talking about, you might not have any frame of reference for. And so we just want to kind of give you a broad overview of what's in the city, the properties, the things to do a bit about it. Um, And I I think this will be hopefully a good episode that, you know, we'll have a bit more, like I said, a bit more staying power than our other episodes that, that people who are interested in the city can come listen to anytime and or people who are about to make their first trip can get some value out of even a couple of years into the future when things might be different than they are now. But I think that was the thought process. Do you have any any extra thoughts, Greg? I, mean, I just think that there are a couple things that we're going to talk about that I hope sort of spur some interesting discussion, either in the Facebook group or comments on the website, because uh, people who are frequent visitors to the city may have very different opinions than us on, you know, various must-dos and and advice for people who haven't been. So that's certainly welcome. Um, so if you are interested in that kind of stuff, certainly go to facebook.com slash groups slash do for a win. Uh, hopefully there will be some of that there. It's totally possible there will not be. But uh, it's just something to talk about and think about because we have some things that are going to be interesting i think as far as like our opinions of atlantic city and things that you should do as a first-time visitor and that kind of stuff and also 
maybe a little bit of of comparisons to uh Las Vegas, which I think we for the most part try to avoid. Uh yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's certainly not Las Vegas, but kind of before we jump into it, I guess we can give like a very broad introduction to the city. Do you want me to do that or do you want to No, go for it. So, it it started out as a resort town. Uh, back in the late 1800s, I believe, or actually maybe even the mid-1800s. And it was a place for Philadelphians to go and escape the summer and head down to the shore. They could take the train down. And it basically from its founding was a place of, I guess, loose morals. I mean, the <laughs> the slogan is it is the world's playground, right, Craig? Yes. So I, th- so, I think they try to bill it now as sort of... Uh, or at least they did. There was a brief time, maybe around the economic downturn of 2008-2009, where they were trying to rebrand Atlantic City as something as a, of a family resort. And certainly when Atlantic City started, it was a couple of people who were trying to build it up as like a health resort. Like, oh, the mm-hmm. salty air is going to you know rejuvenate you and that kind of stuff. Uh, but in reality, like it's real development as a tourist attraction like there are no uh clean and pure beginnings to atlantic city like it was very much a place for philadelphians to go and do things that would be seen as you know not appropriate to do around their homes whether that was gambling or drinking or participating in prostitution right sports (laughs) Uh, betting right horse tracks all the good stuff. Drugs. Yeah. yeah, so that was really the draw. Like, the draw was always sort of the taboo of Atlantic City. And I think, you know, so that's going back 100-plus years, maybe even 120-plus years. And that's, I, I think that's an interesting thing about the city that, to me, makes Atlantic City more interesting than Vegas, which is, like, Vegas very much was sort of built out of nothing as a casino town. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was nothing before casino started cropping up it was like an ostrich farm or something like there was just nothing there uh and atlantic city like it was before casinos came in the 70s was a city like it existed as a resort town and as a beach town and as a place like i said of, of loose morals but you know there was a history there that spans certainly longer than than vegas's does and to me is a more interesting history i think than las vegas which is just like vegas was built to get people to come out and gamble and probably give the mob some money (laughs) in a money laundering operation uh whereas atlantic city was like this idea of a weird tourist destination of loose morals and um People came here and and here I say I don't live in Atlantic City, but people came to Atlantic City and lived in Atlantic City, and it became this like vibrant town. And uh, certainly, if you read any of the books like Boardwalk Empire, Boardwalk Playground, Boardwalk of Dreams, to list the Boardwalk books, they'll talk about the history and how it became um, sort of a very like not wealthy, but like a place where African-American, the African-American community was relatively well off, I think compared to other cities in the United States. So that was kind of interesting because like a lot of the hotels and stuff would hire African-Americans and pay them a decent wage, but still very segregated as far as like North side and the rest of the city. But, uh, 
it's it's an interesting history and having read a couple books about it i think to me that history makes it more interesting but also means that you get more of a city feel there unlike vegas which is very like this bubble at least especially the strip of like this is the disney world of gambling so that i mean i think that's something to keep in mind like and that and that to me is why it's not vegas east <laughs> okay <laughs> i just wanted to see how long you could go but yeah uh, forever the answer is forever i have more yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it's not worth getting too, too deep into the history of it. Um, but basically, as Craig said, it's a city that's been through, through many cycles. It's had its ups and downs and ups and downs. And right now I think we're kind of, we had just recently gone through a down and it, it may hopefully be starting an upswing again, but during kind of the last big downturn from the middle of the 60s around to the middle of the 70s, the reason casinos are there is because people knew Atlantic City was dying. Atlantic City needed a lot of capital. It needed investment. It needed basically a reason for people to go, especially in an age where uh, like air travel was becoming more and more common, I guess, from the fifties the on or, or even the, the late forties on. And so these same people that from Philadelphia or New York, where that was just where they went for vacation, they could go to Florida, let's say, or, or really anywhere once, once airplanes became more commonplace. So anyway, yeah, yeah, and I think car travel also even mm-hmm. becoming more prevalent. Like it, it used to be like, this was the thing that connected Right, Philadelphia. You could take this was the, the train trip. to the shore, the shore, and the shore yeah. was Atlantic City. Yeah, and I think there were two dedicated train lines from Philadelphia to Atlantic mm-hmm. City. So this was like the option, and now and then you get driving and and flying, and you all of a sudden tons of options opened up, and Atlantic City kind of started to lose its visitors. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, they wanted to they had a referendum, and I believe seventy four to bring casinos back or bring casinos into Atlantic city. Of course there had always been gambling in Atlantic city, but make it legal and uh, hopefully try to revitalize the city that way. And it failed. And then I believe in 1976, it came back up and it ended up passing. And I think one of the big differences between the two years was that in 74, it just legalized gambling in New Jersey. And in 76, they changed it to make it clear that this was only going to be legal in Atlantic city and nowhere else. So that's how casinos ended up coming into the city. And then a couple years later, uh, Resorts was the first casino to open outside of Las Vegas, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, I or, mean, at least, or at least the first casino in the city to open. Yeah, and it really pretty quickly grew into a huge gambling market. You know, yeah, like was, every casino was, that opened made a ton of money. It was bigger than, or it had a, a a bigger gaming win than Las Vegas for most of the '80s and and almost all of the '90s, I believe. So it was the largest gambling market in at least America, if not the world, for fifteen, twenty years. Yeah, it's really crazy to think about because it, you know, it never, I don't think, had more than twelve casinos, and mm-hmm. certainly Vegas did, but just. Like we talked about the population centers around Atlantic City, like with no competition in the East. Like there were no casinos in Pennsylvania, there were no casinos in Connecticut, there were no casinos in Maryland. 
And so right. when that started to chip away, starting with Mohegan Sun, with Mohegan and, Sun and Fox and, and Foxwoods in Connecticut, and then Delaware, yeah. So that you know, those are those are uh, reservation gaming, right? Mohegan Sun, and Foxwoods, and yeah. then as as more state gaming came in, you got Delaware, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and all of a sudden it just really eroded away. And that's when you got into two thousand you know, seven, eight, nine, you know, the double whammy with the recession. And that's when you went from a five plus million dollar gambling market to a two and a half million dollar gambling, billion dollar gambling billion. market. Billion, yeah. billion, billion. Would be. yeah. Five million would be like a weekend. <laughs> it's not a very good market. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, it was f- five point something. I think 5.2, I think it is peak and has fallen all the way down to two and a half and is now kind of stabilized uh, generally around there. So, you know, that amount of money is still a lot. Like it's still a lot to bring in and it will support certainly seven, probably eight, maybe, maybe nine. Although we get to see, uh, casinos, but, uh, definitely the loss of monopoly, the loss of the monopoly and the lack of building the infrastructure and the non-gambling attractions during that monopoly where everybody was just making a ton of money is something that we've talked about a bunch of times on this podcast. And that's something that Atlantic city never, never really knocked out. And that's what they're sort of scrambling to do now and hoping that they can do to revitalize it. So anyway, like I I think it's enough about the history. I don't think that's why people are here listening to this. this, (laughs) They want to go to the casinos. So yeah, they want to learn about the city and, and, and how it is now. So I guess we can jump right in. And I guess just to start to lay out how the city is laid out for you guys, right now as we're speaking in September of 2017, there are seven casinos open in Atlantic City. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Seven casinos open. So there's two separate districts in Atlantic City. We'll start with the boardwalk because it is the iconic place in Atlantic City, starting from the south and going north. So... There's Tropicana Atlantic City is right now the farthest south uh, casino in Atlantic City, and it's kind of on its own. There's not a whole lot around it. It's a bit of a hike to get up to the next casino's north on the boardwalk. There used to be, that's used to be where the Atlantic Club was as well. It used to be right next to the Tropicana, but that closed in 2014. So the Tropicana is at the south end of the boardwalk. Then in the middle of the boardwalk, there's Caesars and Bally's. And Wild Wild West. And Wild Wild West, which is technically oh, Bally's, yeah. but sure. But they're all connected. Like you can they're all, get they're to all, all of them without yeah, yeah. going outside. Yeah. Correct. And so that's in the center of the boardwalk, connected to what used to be the Million Dollar Pier, which is now the playground, I guess, technically. And so if you go just north of there, uh, the only... Other casino open on the boardwalk as we speak right this second is Resorts, which, as I mentioned before, was the original casino in Atlantic City. Still chugging along. It's the smallest of the remaining casinos uh, in terms of profits, at least, and probably also in terms of gaming area, I would assume. Yeah, Golden Nugget might be a little smaller. I don't have the mm-hmm. data right here. But, uh, yeah, certainly has built itself kind of as a locals place now is no longer trying to be a, a resort the way right. it was when it opened when it was, you know, so the big thing. And then, then three casinos that used to, and may once again be right around there are the Taj Mahal, which is going to be the hard rock opening next year. 
the showboat, which is open in some sense, but it's not a casino anymore, which who knows what's going to happen with that property. And then just north of that is the Revel, which is now 10, which who knows what's happening with. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out in the future, we will have more concrete information of, about what's happening with that property. But at least as we're speaking, we don't really know. Yeah, we say it's it's now 10, but that was a name that was pitched. And it seems like the odds that it ever opens as 10 <laughs> seem pretty low. So Who knows? So that that's the boardwalk. As I said, the boardwalk's kind of the historic part of Atlantic City. I think that's what people think of when they think of Atlantic City, just because of obviously the book and the HBO show Boardwalk Empire and... In fact, it was the first boardwalk in the United States, if not the world. And it's just kind of the iconic thing. I mean, when you think of Atlantic City, it's casinos and boardwalk, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. And beach, yeah, sure. So but the beach is related to the boardwalk. So there's another separate area of the city called the marina, which, believe it or not, has a marina. It is on its own. To be frank, there's nothing around it except for the three casinos that are open there. And they are the Golden Nugget, which used to be the uh, Trump Marina, which is where the actual marina in the marina is. There's the Harris Atlantic City, which has been open there for quite a long time. I think it was the original casino in the marina and it, it i think it operated there by itself for for quite a while and then there's the borgata which is as of this recording the the largest in terms of revenues casino atlantic city the nicest one um so they're in the marina district they're not really i mean they're in atlantic city technically but you don't feel as connected to the city there but they're fairly nice properties all of them i'd say uh, especially the Borg and, and, and Harris, I think, are both are probably two of the nicest properties in the city. Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's been some surveys, I think, that Borgata's done that say that people who go to Borgata actually don't even, like, m- most of them don't even think that they went to Atlantic City. Like, if you just go to Borgata and leave and don't go anywhere else, they say, like, oh, no, I went to Borgata. I didn't go to Atlantic City, which is... The- the boardwalk but you know mm-hmm. it, it is in the city <laughs> just in case anybody's doubting that uh so bally caesar's Harris are are uh caesar's entertainment properties uh borgata is now an mgm property golden nugget is obviously owned by the people who own golden nugget las vegas and other properties yep. that's actually landry's restaurants yeah um, yeah and then Tropicana owns, owns Trop. Right, Trop-Icon. not related to Tropicana Las Vegas now, um, which is actually owned by, I think, by Penn Gaming. Um, Penn National, is that right? And then, That sounds right, yes. And then Resorts is independent, but the casino is run by, right, run by managed Mohegan by Mohegan Sun. Right, Correct. so there's a lot going on there. There's no, like, mom-and-pop shop here in Atlantic City. It's not like downtown Vegas where eh. there are a couple of small... Small operations resorts going, but kind of a mom. Yeah, up. resorts is certainly it's, the, it's by the far smallest. the closest in Atlantic City anyway. Which I think we try to support in in a way. But uh, should we get into a couple of the questions that we've gotten about Atlantic City? Not even questions, really, but sort of like suggestions mm-hmm. for segments. Well, so so. What's the big difference, you think, between Atlantic City and Las Vegas? 
uh i mean atlanta like vegas is just so much bigger and crazier and and i mean i think that pretty much sums it up like atlantic city is not this like wall-to-wall neon insanity that vegas is like if you're going expecting that it's just not going to be that it's a boardwalk with casinos and a marina with casinos like and I love the boardwalk for what it is, but it's, you know, the strip is a very different animal. Like it's this giant, giant thing with a ton of casinos and it's a long walk between every casino and just AC feels very different. And I think if you don't know what to, ex- what to expect, you're going to think it feels very like gritty and uh, sort of not as polished as Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly, it, it is a totally different feel. It's, I mean, Vegas is like one big party. I mean, in some way, I, I think of it like a, a bit like it has some similarities to New York City in that you can be walking anywhere up and down the strip at any time of night. And there's just tons of people around you as as there are in, in some parts of New York City. And Atlantic City is not really like that at all. Atlantic City, I think of more as there are casinos and they tend to be like that's the ecosystem that that people tend to stand much more than Vegas where you it's easier to move around and it has a different feel and people are walking around on the streets with beer and it wears Atlantic city. Like I said, you're people tend to stay maybe in one place a bit more often. You know, I'm, I certainly walk up and down the boardwalk at all times of night, but I am frequently the only person out there and it's a, it's a totally different feel. So don't, if you're coming to Atlantic city and you're expecting something that feels like Las Vegas, I would say don't expect something that feels like Las Vegas because it's not Las Vegas. It's it's something completely different. Yeah, and I think if you go back and listen to the episodes that we had with uh, Dr. David G. Schwartz from UNLV, uh, we kind of talk about that and how Vegas was all about this big experience on the Strip and like going, walking down the Strip with a beer in your hand, it's just this giant party and they really went out of their way to create that atmosphere. Whereas Atlantic city, you know, resorts opened and it was all about, you know, resorts made a ton of money, other casinos opened and they were like, we can make a ton of money. They all did, but it was all about just keeping people in the casino, in that casino and not about creating like the big party on the boardwalk. And so you never got the sort of like as much as the boardwalk is, the closest thing to the strip in terms of casinos towns in the United States that is not the strip. Like it's just not the same experience. It's totally different. It's more like, you know, these singular casinos now only four of them on the boardwalk and they're trying to keep you within them for the night. Uh, right. not, not trying to sort of like the wandering of like, I'm going to go experience this whole thing on the boardwalk. Like that kind of ends, uh, you know, reasonably early in the night compared to say Vegas, where you can go out and walk down the boardwalk at, I mean, walk down the strip at one in the morning, but I yeah, mean, I, I love I, it for what it is. But uh, <laughs> I will say a, a side effect, a possibly positive side effect, depending on, the reasons you really enjoy casinos and, and Las Vegas, if you haven't been to Atlantic city is that one of the big differences between Atlantic city and the strip is that the gambling is actually much better in Atlantic city because of the reasons that Craig laid out. Um, so 
things like six to five blackjack, I mean, they do exist somewhat in Atlantic city, but they're certainly not prevalent at all. Not like on the strip in Las Vegas. Uh, the odds at video poker tend to be pretty decent as compared to the strip. Their craps odds tend to almost always be either 10 times or three, four, five in Atlantic city. And I think the absolute best you can do on the strip in Las Vegas is, is three, four, five, as far as I know, unless you're talking about a really low roller place like yeah. Casino Royale or something. Yeah. I think Cromwell has like Cromwell has under times yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, the gambling is much better in Atlantic city because that's kind of what it was built off of. It was built off of gamblers more so than the party experience that you'd see in a Las Vegas or a new Orleans. Yeah. And I think a big part of that is that, you know, even going back to the very beginnings of Atlantic city, it was people who were taking the train for a day or for one night. And it's still a day trip or a, you know, one night, two night trip town. And it's people who, or in those big urban centers, D.C., Philly, New York, who are coming to gamble. Like, if you're going to Vegas, it's a vacation, it's a week, it's, you know, three, four nights. It's all about going and getting the whole experience, going to shows, going to bars, going to clubs. Atlantic City has that stuff, but it's Unless still you're gam- Yeah. Oh, yeah, for you, it's just gambling. But it's <laughs> gambling is the center. I mean, gambling, they tried to expand it, but... The market they're going for is the gambler who's coming here for a day. Right. Not like Vegas, which is party people or conventioneers or yeah, meeting planners or whatever. And they desperately want to get into those markets, but they're not there. Yeah, they're not there yet. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I think we can jump into the questions now. So the first question from Joe R via the Facebook group, which we thought would be better answered here than in our general Q and A session is as someone who's never been to Atlantic City, can you compare the resort's quality to their counterparts in Las Vegas? For example, Harris AC is equal to Paris or whatever in terms of gaming conditions in the rest of the resort hotel. So thank you very much, Joe R. Uh, so do we want to run through the casinos and talk about what we think the closest analogs to in Las Vegas are? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You want to you start with the first one? Yeah. So Bally's, I, we actually talked about, I think, a couple episodes ago, we sort of see Bally's AC um, or Bally's Park Place, you may hear it called fairly frequently, uh, as as like a less pink flamingo. Like the casino floor is like the the crappiness of flamingo, but without the pink neon everywhere. And I think that's a pretty good comparison in general. Yeah, um, I think that's that's decent. I have a generally higher perspective of Bally's AC than flamingo, and it's not because I like Bally's AC. I think Park Place is actually pretty bad, but... Flamingo is awful, in my opinion. So, eh, Bally's is pretty bad, in my opinion. I mean, I it's, think there are sections of Bally's Vegas that look very, very much like Bally's AC, which is not mm-hmm. really surprising, but I, I don't think it's quite the comparison. I think I have another mm-hmm. one that I'll compare more to Bally's AC, but I do think, like, as far as just the vibe, which is where, with the comparisons that I'm going for, it's like the feel of the casino floor that you get more than sort of like the offerings and everything else. Um, I think Flamingo is the most similar thing to Bally's. I'll agree with that. Although I will say, like around that part of the strip, like if you walk into the room, I will say like Atlantic City casinos, they're very big rooms with very high ceilings, much more so than the Vegas properties, I I feel like. That's my feeling at least. Do you agree with that? Then, I mean... 
than the crappy Vegas like, properties. Yeah, like Flamingo. <laughs> right, like Flamingo hair. Is... Like Flamingo or or the Quad or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah I feel yeah, like I they all that. kind of have lower ceilings and you feel a bit more cramped. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So what all about right. Caesars? So, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. So Caesars, I mean, I think the obvious thing to say would be Caesars, although I don't think that's exactly right. right. It kind of although, feels like poor man Caesars, right? It, it does. It, it's, well... I, I do. I agree. I think it's a slightly watered down version of Caesars. I mean, the feeling I get, and I know that me and you differ on this pretty dramatically. Like I really enjoy being in Caesars Las Vegas and I don't think you especially like it. I like it. Okay. I just think it's this, it's this weird sort of like hodgepodge of different things. Like the sort of old casino floor and then this new really wide, ridiculous expanse it's huge Mm -hmm. i mean for one thing and then you get the forum shops and it's just gigantic like it's just all over the place i think no it's it's all the las the nicer las vegas properties around there yeah like not paris valleys flamingo so are we both good saying caesar's the obvious uh i mean i i don't i i sort of feel like the the vibe i get is almost like as for the casino floor is almost a like if you went to MGM Grand, but if, instead of green, it yeah. was like yellowish, <laughs> or even like like a nicer Harris, yeah, or like a nicer Monte Carlo or something. Mm, I don't know if I'd say a nicer Monte Carlo. I I don't I no, it's not it's not Harris. <laughs> I don't agree with Harris at all. We'll get to yeah, higher way higher ceilings than Harris Vegas, which yeah. very low ceilings in the casino right. floor. It feels very claustrophobic in there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think poor man Caesars is there. like it's it feels like imitation Caesars. Mm-hmm. I don't, I I mean, think and certainly idea. we we both like Caesars Atlantic City plenty. So yeah, sure. It's not saying it's it's bad by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a it's a nice property. And I mean, we've sort of talked about it as our second there. second favorite property mm-hmm. and the rooms are great at caesar's i mean i think well the well centurion of, tower yeah centurion tower nice. and yeah but forum tower less nice i mean nice nicely yeah. renovated but the rooms are small it's not 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 as nice yeah all right harris so you want to talk about harris what do you what do you think it compares to i would i'm interested to hear your take on this because i have a uh, weird one uh i don't even know it's harris atlantic city i feel like is a one of the strangest properties in Atlantic city. Like Trump, Trump is the, also very weird. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I mean, I will say that the obvious connection in this case is absolutely not true. It is nothing like Harris, Las Vegas. That would be completely. terrible. That would be a terrible <laughs> comparison. Right. Actually, this isn't on the list, but Harris, Las Vegas is, was almost exactly like showboat. Yes. They were identical. Or if you've been to Harris, uh, new Orleans. So, so Harris, Las Vegas, Harris, New Orleans were more like showboat. That was kind of the the triangle there. Yeah, um, I, I don't really know about Harris Resort. What, what, what do you think? So I I said sort. Of, I don't know if you remember. You definitely remember the old Imperial Palace. Uh huh. I sort of think it's sort of like that, but like nicer. Oh. So what yeah, I uh, Imperial Palace is so crappy. Yeah, so it's, in terms it's maybe of like more like more vibe. like the quad, if anything, because right, at least yeah, the quad yeah. is fairly nice. So like the link is the new version. So it went Imperial Palace quad link. So it's not as nice as the current link, I think. 
but the the between iteration which was the quad i think is a good comparison but that doesn't exist so i feel like it's like a shittier mirage um like as far as the casino floor goes i could see that yeah it 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 does feel it feels more like an mgm property to me than a cet property honestly right yeah i agree with that so i could see that like like a mirage or even like a much more claustrophobic mgm grand yeah, actually, I think MGM Grand's actually I think a pretty MGM good Grand comparison. is a pretty good comparison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I like that. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, all right, so what, what do you think about Trop, then? This one was really tough for me because Trop is all over the place. Like, parts of it feel really cramped, old, like, downtown, Fremont Street, mm-hmm. like, Four Queens or something. Like, parts of the video poker room and, like, air slot areas in, in the Trop feel very downtown-y to me like a cramped sort of downtown casino. And then there are parts of it that feel much bigger and strip-like, like the quarter is very new, almost like a Cuban version of Paris. Like if, if Paris, instead of being Paris-themed, was Cuba-themed, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's kind of the quarter. But uh, the weird one that I'll go with is Treasure Island. Yeah, I, I can see that, actually. So when I actually think about the gaming floor and trop, the thing I think it's the closest to is, and I have no idea why, but I'm like, it feels like the gaming floor at the Golden Nugget in Atlantic City. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It kind of does. Like, they have that same sort of, like, slightly claustrophobic, smoky, like, too small feel. Yeah, I'm actually, I think I, I use Golden Nugget for a few as we go down this list. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I tried to avoid that for trap, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it's got, it's very weird, sort of like, it is a weird property because the quarter is like so nice and open and airy. And then like the gaming floor is not. So the gaming floor is really renovated and has really high ceilings, but then there mm-hmm. are these corridors of slots in video poker that are really low ceilings and really claustrophobic. And then there are other sections like over by the players club kiosk, the players club desk. That's like also more open, but still kind of claustrophobic, like the palm court area. It's really just, it's a tough one. And, and I think that's it's one a strange thing. property. It's a strange property, but there's a lot of that in Atlantic city where like Vegas, the mega resorts are these cohesive units, right? right? Like Bellagio, TI Mirage, they were built. Well, the part of that are. I think is the history of Atlantic City. A lot of these places are old hotels which were converted into casinos. So I think that's why you have this kind of schizophrenic feeling when you're in them. Right. And not only not and even the ones that aren't necessarily old hotels, like they've expanded with new towers. And so like that's more like Flamingo in Vegas and not like a lot of the newer properties in Vegas. Whereas, you know, in AC, like resorts incorporated the old Chalfante Haddon Hall. And then added a second tower, which is the Rendezvous Tower. Um, Tropicana has, you know, it had a tower, and then it's added like four more towers. Harris has added three or four more towers. Like every casino is like tacking on these towers. Caesars was a Howard Johnson that was a small mm-hmm. tower, and then they added the Ocean Tower, and then they added the Centurion Tower, and it's just like all these like tack on things, and then. And it's hard to get the cohesion of, like, very clearly Venetian, Wynn, Mirage, TI, Planet Hollywood. Like, all those things were built sort of to be constructed the way they are. 
And so AC has this weird thing that I think is pretty unique to it where the casinos are like, there's almost distinct things within the casino. Like you feel very different in the quarter in trap than you do like playing video poker in trap or like even going to a show at trap, which I think is in the North tower. Like those are very different feeling places. It's very weird. Right. Right. And yeah, just like even the marketplace, it's like so different than the quarter. Oh yeah. Well, actually, you know what kind of like the marketplace and like part of the gaming floor feels like to me. And this is such a weird comparison, but it's like Hooters, Las Vegas or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Partially there's a, there's a Hooters in Tropicana, but it like the old marketplace area and like the old part of the gaming floor, it's just like a generic, but really crappy las vegas strip casino yeah like hooters or like o'shea's so they did update the the downstairs casino so the marketplace is right off the boardwalk if you have Mm -hmm. the quarter is as far from the boardwalk as you can possibly be and still be in tropicana uh and that's where hooters and you know a couple of crappy bars and a sub shop and an ice cream shop and like a starbucks it's like a walkway with a bunch of fastish food restaurants and a and couple the Mexican bars place with good breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. And Mexican place, Cava with good breakfast. Casa. Casa is the Casa. tequila bar and with good breakfast. Cava is Mediterranean food. Uh, what about resorts? I had, I had trouble with this one. Yeah. Resorts is tough resorts because is it's resorts, man. I think it's an old property. It's the smallest grossing casino in Atlantic city, at least right now. But I feel like everything is fairly, it's like very bright in there. Super bright. It's I nice. Think, I feel like the machines are like fairly new. It's not cramped. Um, it, it's kind of for me like Tropicana Las Vegas maybe. I think that's yeah. a decent comparison. Because Tropicana Las Vegas, <laughs> so it's like, at least when I went, it was like very bright inside. Yeah. It, it's obviously an old building, but it had been recently renovated. Like everything was everything looks fairly nice at like at least a superficial level, but you feel like under the surface, there's still some problems there, Sure, but by all accounts, everything's new. It's bright. It looks nice. Um, they also have a margarita section of the casino, which if you're familiar with the margarita section of the flamingo, you know, those are obviously almost exactly the same because they're designed to be, but, but the actual, main casino part itself i think tropicana would be my best comparison yeah i said bally's but i think i like tropicana better like bally i i I like resorts better than i like bally's vegas for sure but there are things about the the resorts casino that remind me of of bally's las vegas but i like tropicana i I think tropicana is a better comparison Mm -hmm. so borgata getting to the big the big yeah. boy in town. And I, we, we've talked, we've both talked about this before, and I think we're both going to have the same answer. But in terms of the color of everything, it's also fairly bright. It's fairly nice. And especially now that it's owned by MGM, they're probably going to push it more this way. But uh, for me, it's, it is Bellagio. It's oh, the yeah. Bellagio of Atlantic City. It hey. looks like Bellagio on the inside. It feels like Bellagio. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like less over the top Bellagio. Like it, it even has the Chihuly sculptures and everything, right, in the lobby, mm-hmm. and there are even little ones around the property. But uh, 
it feels very Bellagio. I think I get a little bit of win in it, which is probably more wins influence on Bellagio than like win Las Vegas. Um, but I do get sort of like a win Las Vegas vibe there. Like if you replace all the sort of like red hanging yeah, that's stuff the thing with, in wind. with wind is I always think, I think of red is yeah, like the color. It's very dark. If you replace all that with white. Are, are white, I feel yeah. like they're much brighter. Yeah. And Palacio is definitely the best comparison. Right. Uh, so what about golden nugget? Oof. The last one, right? The last open one. The last. O- yeah. That's, that's, I have a really oh. lame answer to this. <laughs> is it gold nugget? It's gold nugget. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I don't, it's such a weird property. It, it's, it's certainly a property that I have the least experience in. You know, I've been there the least out of all the Atlantic city casinos. It's pretty dark on the inside. It's really dark. It's kind of claustrophobic. I'd it's, say it's very claustrophobic. <laughs> in, in terms of, coloring i'd say it's it's kind of like luxor but luxor of course is wide open and humongous huge 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 ceilings like right like there are tall ceilings and then there's luxor like it's way way bigger than that um Um, i would say golden gate the very little time i've spent in golden gate i've never been to golden okay it's the coloring is similar it's a little chintzier i think than golden nugget ac like I, i think golden nugget ac did a good job of making it feel like a golden nugget property uh, but there it's I th- golden gates, I think a little more cramped. It's still that sort of like gold and red <laughs> coloring. It's darker. Uh, so I, I think like sort of golden gate, golden nugget having a baby. Um, I've spent very, very limited time in either place in Vegas. So it's, it's hard mm-hmm. for me, but just from what I remember of, of golden gate, like that seems reasonable yeah i don't know if there's like an easy comparison it's something that the next time the next time i go to vegas i really need to think about this question as i'm in all the casinos and really take time to notice because i haven't been to vegas in three years four years almost four four years three three yeah pushing four four in november so we have some bonus ones for closed casinos revel Right. I think we both have the I've, same answer for this. I've talked about this quite a bit. For me, Revel's always been – it's a much darker color. Everything's very nice. For me, it, it's always been Aria. It yeah. looks like Aria. The coloring's kind of the same as Aria. It's it's a beautiful property be in, to be in. It is – you know, I, I think the two properties that are Vegas strip level properties in terms of how nice they kind of can be are Borgata and Revel. And I think that Bellagio and Aria are good comparisons for those two. Yeah. I just said Aria done. Like it is the vibe is so similar that even the, maybe not necessarily the decoration sort of like details, but the, the sense you get when you're there, I, there's a little bit of planet Hollywood I yeah, think, in some I, of the I, casino that's, floor. That's I agree. I'd say the other one that it reminds me of a bit is planet Hollywood. But I think it's a little nicer than Planet Hollywood um, in ge- as, a, as a whole property. It's – I I don't know. I, I actually like Planet Hollywood quite a bit. I'm a and, big Planet Hollywood fan also. But I, I think the rooms are I pretty like, dated. I've, ne- I've never been to – I've never stayed in a room in Planet Hollywood. So Revel is – I like Revel a lot more than I like Aria. For me, even though Aria is beautiful, there's something – about it that turns me off like it feels 
sterile almost fake somehow yeah. yeah sterile is a very good word for how you feel about aria and i didn't get that feeling at revel but i think it was probably just because of the experiences i've had there and that i'm biased and you know i i have much higher like i have many more good feelings about planet hollywood than i do about aria which i also have a lot of good feelings about revel so it is closer in that case but in terms of how it looks it's, it is aria yeah uh, so last one, Atlantic Club, our personal favorites, been yeah. closed. No real rumors of reopening. What do you think? So I'm I'm horrifically biased, and I don't even know if this is a reasonable thing to say, but you know the the obvious casino that always pops into my head is the International, which is now the Westgate. Because when I started going, you know, I was almost exclusively a, a Hilton player. And so I got comps to the Hilton in Las Vegas and I always went there and I, I did feel like the, how the casinos looked were very similar and how they were laid out. They were both very spacious. I think like there was a lot of space. It felt like on both of those casino floors. Um, yeah, I think that's a good one. Like I think the, I said like a, like a more spaced out cold nugget, mm-hmm. <laughs> like to use golden nugget again. I think there are parts of, of, Atlantic Club, which shouldn't is not really surprising, right? Like they're both old when built casinos. Mm-hmm. Uh, it Atlantic Club sort of felt like a bigger, more airy version of Golden Nugget. But yeah, I think I like yours. I think that makes sense. And although, like I said, part of that is probably just because I'm I've linked the two in my head in some other way, and it might not be the best. That's that is what I think of, and I do actually think they they do or at least they did look quite similar i haven't been to the westgate since it's been the westgate so I, i'm not 100 percent. but uh if it's still that way or not but I, I always felt there were a lot of things that looked similar between the two properties yeah so now that we've run down our sort of comparisons i'm i'm sure there are people like yelling at their oh i'm sure that there's people that have far better choices and when you you come out and say it i might be like oh of course right but there's not really I feel like a lot of Las Vegas are like generically very nice properties. Like something like New York, New York, your favorite. No, not (laughs) that is not a nice property. (laughs) Something like Mandalay Bay, right? It's just like a nice property, but it's like even Mandalay Bay, like feels very sterile to me. I like Mandalay Bay a lot. It's maybe it's something about like all of the top level MGM properties in Las Vegas. Like I'm not a huge fan of because I think they all have, a bit of that feeling of there's something about the flow or I just don't get the same feeling that I get in other casinos. Like they're a bit too spaced out maybe or something. Yeah. Like Bellagio doesn't have it, but that's a win. No, Bellagio does not have that, but MGM grand, uh, Mandalay Bay Mirage. Like I get that feeling in all of them. Aria. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. I mean, Mirage a little less. Like, Mirage also win. But, uh, yeah, I agree. I think MGM is, like, the corporate version of nice, like, well-designed, but not really so memorable. Right. And, like, a lot of things that you really remember about MGM properties is, like, actually holdovers from win, <laughs> which is not a nice compliment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we run through the various towers at each casino very quickly? Sure. You uh, you want me to do it? 
Sure. I can chip in with sort of the ones we've stayed in, whether mm-hmm. we like, dislike. There are a couple that we have not actually stayed in, but, um, you know, I, we, in the, in the 50 whatever episode history of the podcast, we've talked about all the towers multiple mm-hmm. times. And I think there's some confusion about which ones are which. So this is a good way to clarify. And if you're going and you're booking a room, it makes a very, very big difference from, you know, the the difference between a Caesar's Forum Tower room and a Caesar's Centurion Tower room is significantly bigger than even, like, should I stay at Bally's or should I stay at Caesar's? Like, that's not the yeah. question, right? The question is, should I stay at Caesar's Forum Tower or should I stay at Bally's, like, Jubilee room? Like, those are very, very different questions. So I think that's where the towers really come into play. Mm-hmm. All right, so we can we can run through these real quick. So first we have Bally's, which is on the boardwalk. It has the the towers are the Bally's Tower, which if you've it's kind of one of the iconic towers I think in Atlantic City. It's it's big and pink and a square. I've actually never stayed in, in the property, so I don't have any input in to any of these, which is a bit sh- shocking. I actually stayed at the property once, but it was in the Claridge Tower. But I've never stayed in any of the open towers of Bally's. Um, you've stayed in a Jubilee room. Do you have any quick thoughts on it? Yeah, if, you, if you're going to stay in the tower, uh, ask for Jubilee, I think. Yeah, I hear that the old rooms are not especially nice. Yeah, I think the furniture's pretty beat up. The rooms, the hallways, Andy and I actually last trip wa- took an elevator up and just walked around the hallway there. It is a big square. Like, it connects as a big square, mm-hmm. which seems very odd for a hotel, but... Uh, it feels very, very like early, early eighties. Uh, it's a weird, it's like you get off the elevator on one of those floors and it's like a time warp. It's very like, has not been updated. Just mirrors, gold, black, like what, you know, like the, the alternate future and back to the future version of like Biff's casino. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. very like 1985. So, uh, interesting to, to do that, but Probably not the best option in Atlantic City. Allegedly, even though I don't know if I've ever seen anything about it, there's a garden tower. Yeah. <laughs> this is the what is one. the garden tower, Craig? So apparently the garden tower is a three-story addition on top of the parking deck of Bally's Park Place. People have claimed they've stayed in there. I know very, very little about it. The views apparently suck. The rooms, I guess, are okay. I think it's a lot of suites, but I'm not really sure. I've, this one is just so confusing to me. Like, I ne- you never see it when it you get... It never comes up in my office or anything. Comps. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really weird one. It's always Bally's and Dennis I could come for. Yeah. Yeah, so Dennis is the other one. Yeah, so the Dennis Tower, it's the old... It's probably one of the oldest casinos or one of the oldest hotels in Atlantic City, I would think. Uh, it is the old Dennis Hotel. Uh, it is surrounding Harry's Oyster Bar. Uh, it's kind of between the park place and the wild wild west uh it's not especially tall i also have never stayed here though i know andy stayed here last trip correct have you been in a dentist tower room no i mean he said the room was laid out a little weird i think they're more recently renovated than the yes, old the Valley Valley Tower. Rooms, but right. they're still you know it's an old building so i think you're still it's not going to be you know Right. or anything hopefully it's better than our experience in the godforsaken claridge tower yeah which... no the, nothing is worse than the old claridge tower which the new claridge the renovated people claridge, people say people it's like nice it. now but... it's a radisson i think now yeah it's a radisson yeah all right so quickly we can fly through caesars 
the first lowest level of room is the Forum Tower, which is the old Howard Johnson, just above the lobby. It's been recently renovated. It's done fairly well. I'll say that the hallways are super claustrophobic. The rooms are nicely redone, but it's kind of a small, small room. The walls they are paper thin. Questionable design decisions. <laughs> uh, it's not the greatest experience in the world, I would say. Yeah, yeah you give it like two out of five stars on the Atlantic City Hotel rating level. Yeah, like in a vacuum, the renovation is nice, but it's just still a really small room. If you're not on the top floor, you're like you're going to hear the footsteps above you. You're going to hear everybody walking down the hall around you. Like it's just not a great experience. Mm-hmm. it's the cheap tower and one thing to keep in mind in, in general atlantic city is like if you're in the shittiest tower in a in a casino like that's unless gonna it's be Borgata. yeah unless it's borgata like that's gonna be where a crappy room it's gonna be a crappy room where like most rooms are cramming for 20 something year olds <laughs> who are right. going to the clubs like cramming them in and they're gonna be up late at night and be loud like that's just the economics of it so mm-hmm. Forum is that, that and Caesars. As a follow-up to that, it is usually a big upgrade, at least in my book, to get a slightly upgraded room, even if it's at a worse property, because you will not have four 20-year-olds in the room next to you getting home at three in the morning and screaming for two hours. Yeah, yeah. I think it's... Yeah, if you can get any tower, if you can... Any hotel, if you can get one upgrade, like one tower nicer than... It's going to be better than, than, than the, the lowest level of, yeah. of a, even a nicer casino. So, all right, this forum, two stars out of five on Kyle's ranking level. Uh, Centurion is the newest tower. It's up between Caesars and the Wild Wild West. You actually get to it from the second floor, which I guess is not that strange since that's where the, I guess that's where the hotel lobby is too. But from the game floor, you go up the escalator and kind of go through these big double doors and look like you're leaving the casino. And that's where the Centurion Tower is. Um, They're nice. I love the Centurion Tower. Nice. I mean, big it's, big it's a, rooms, a, big bathrooms, just really nice nicely room. well done. Yeah, rooms, great views. In in I think every room I've been in Centurion Tower has been great. I give it four out of five. I'm not I, giving it five I love it. I would. I'll go five. I love Centurion Tower. Doing it. Yeah. And then there's the Ocean Tower, which is where most of the suites are. I've never stayed in the Ocean Tower, but Me it's neither. kind of a big, generic-looking glass rectangle that looks like it has no. It just looks like the last rectangle. I don't yeah. know what else to, yeah, it's where to say. Are. It's it's right next to if you're at the table we were at at the <laughs> Gordon Ramsay restaurant. It's right next to that. Yeah, you're staring at the elevators to the Ocean Tower from there. Right, right next to the gift shop. Yeah, um, yeah. I haven't stayed there, so I don't have much to say about it. Apparently, the rooms are reasonably nice. I believe, though. So yeah, I think uh, due for an upgrade, maybe, but or due for mm-hmm. an update, but bigger suites. Should be perfectly nice. So, the next property is Harrah's. Maybe the most bipolar property in Atlantic City. It, I don't... It's an interesting property, right? So, the low-level rooms are... Uh, the Marina and Harbor Towers are both kind of older and have not been recently renovated. And they're not... I think at least the last time I've stayed in them, they look nicer than say like a forum tower or a Valley tower, probably like when you look at them, yeah, but, yeah, sure. Like looks appearance wise. Sure. But like 
it seems like whenever I, I haven't stayed there in a long time, but whenever you guys end up staying there, like some sort of like horrific thing happens to you. Well, again, I mean, paper, paper, thin walls. So I've been in uh, regular rooms. I've been in suites. Like the suites are very big. It's fine. Uh, it's, you always get some weird thing. I mean, again, it's like where all the club people go, but it's also like, we were there once when all the showers wouldn't drain. And yeah, so where like bo- a foot of rooms water. had had showers that yeah, wouldn't like drain. Everybody in the elevator was just talking about like, "Hey, did you?" Sh-? No, like, no, none of the showers drained. Like, it's it was disgusting. Um, I would say avoid those if you can. Like, those are the yeah, ones don't. that are the matching like sixteen story towers along with atrium. All the all three of those are connected and look very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, don't stay there if you can for yeah. sure. Uh, and then, so the other towers are Waterfront and Bayview, which are actually connected to each other. They're essentially the same tower, but they have two different names. Um, you can take the elevator for either. They're literally right next to each other and go to the same place. So they tend to be quite nice. Um, I've stayed in the Waterfront Tower many times. I don't actually think I've stayed in a Bayview Tower, but I'd like to see it because they are very recently renovated. So they're probably even nicer than the Waterfront. But Waterfront Tower is very nice. Um, no complaints. Four stars out of five. Yeah, and so those rooms are located, like, f- the elevators are further off the casino floor up as you go toward the pool. Um, so if you want to be right above the casino floor, right above the poker room, like, you're not going to get that in no. Waterfront or Bayview. That's uh, Marina and Harbor. Um, yeah, I think Marina is just off the lobby. Harbor is directly above the poker room. Um, but the rooms are way nicer. Like, if you have... Any of the five towers, Waterfront or Bayview, you're probably good to go. Marino Harbor, not good. Atrium's all suites. Uh, that's, I think, where they put their comped, you know, seven stars and that kind of no, stuff. No, no, no. I've I've gotten I've gotten offers to Atrium. I don't I don't think Atrium is that nice. It's a I've weird heard. looking tower. Like if you uh, look at I pictures of the inside, there, it's very weird. But it's my dark. impression is that. Some people probably like it better because it is all suites, but and it's I don't, smack I would over think the casino floor. Probably not as nice as Waterfront or Bayview, yeah. but I, I'm not sure. I haven't stayed there, so well, I can't the, give it a rating. It'll give you like vertigo to look at the pictures of the atrium <laughs> tower because it's like all the rooms open into an atrium, like a garden right. type thing. It's very weird. Um, so I should just say, big tip of the cap to Seven Stars Insider Daryl McEwen. He curates all of this information and updates it on his site. Uh, sevenstarsinsider.com just as far as like t- individual tower information which you know in vegas like there's so many people who are obsessed with different room offer offerings in vegas and there's not that much of that in atlantic city and he is the guy for caesar's properties in atlantic city so all this information is just based on you know you know for the towers especially that we haven't stayed in <laughs> like everything is his info so uh thank you to him for for keeping that up to date yep Big props to Daryl. Also a very nice guy. So. Yeah. All right. So Trop. Uh, they have four. So well, many towers. Five, five, five towers. towers now, I guess, since the Chelsea. <laughs> so, so we can start with the Chelsea. I've never stayed there, so I don't have anything to say. Um, yeah, I haven't either. Do you know, is, is the annex, will they give you an annex room? I think they will. Okay. I would not want it. but so the, the, so the annex, if you don't know, is basically a motel, it's essentially, awesome. right? Yeah. Do so not stay. you don't. You don't want that? Yeah, no. Zero out of ten um, would not do. I think the hotel itself is apparently well was reasonably nice. I have no idea about it. Yeah, lobby very if nice. If you're not in the nice. motel. Yep, yeah. absolutely. The um, 
the annex looks straight out of a horror movie. Like even going to the restaurant there to Plitsky's when it was still open, which was just under the annex. Like you see the hallway to the annex and it's like, why didn't the lights not work? <laughs> like, can you fix this? <laughs> it looked really bad. Anyways. So moving up the scale, I, I think the worst or, or maybe I'm wrong, but my impression is that the, the worst tower in Trop not in the annex is the West tower, which I've stayed at several times <laughs> you love and it. have had some issues with, I think they're pretty crappy. They remind me of, the flamingo rooms they have crap laminate floors and are totally soulless and terrible i'd say do they get one star no they're totally generic and fine no it's worse than the forum tower i would not say that it's worse than forum tower i disagree completely with that i think they're on they're in the same ballpark but i would definitely take a west tower room and drop over the forum tower and caesars i don't know it's the problem with the forum tower is like that they don't actually have real shades, so an infinite amount of light comes in your window at all times <laughs> of the day or night. And you need a white noise machine to be able yes. to sleep for even a second. West Tower is pretty bad, though. Hey, two stars out of five. It's not, not a good experience. So my last trip, I stayed in the North Tower, which is just off the casino floor. You can walk right out the elevators and go straight to the Royal Derby machine, which I know is a huge plus for Craig. Love it. Um, I My room was very nice in the North Tower. Yeah. Uh, Perfectly you, fine. You were in it. Needed it was, a, an extra bit of furniture. Yeah, it was a big room. It definitely didn't quite have any like a piece of furniture and a piece of art, and yeah. it would have been pretty much perfect. But it's it was a very nice room. It's probably uh, yeah, I'll give it four stars out of five. Mm, that's maybe a little high, but <laughs> three yeah, and a half. It was nice. Yeah, it was fine. Um, South Tower. We don't know much about the South Tower. I don't know if I've stayed in the South Tower or not. I think. So this was before, way before the podcast. I know me and my wife went up once and actually met Craig and his wife there. And we definitely either stayed in Havana or South Tower. I think it was Havana Tower, though. I'm pretty sure it was Havana. So I remember the room was very nice, though. So I'm sure it was Havana Tower. So South Tower, I don't know anything about. So I can't really comment about it. Yeah, so that's directly above the poker room in Boogie Nights. Uh, it's also pretty close to the casino because the poker room in Boogie Nights are right off the casino. Um, right. The Havana Tower is at the very, very, very end of the quarter. It is uh, as far away past, as the casino from you can it's get. It's past the parking garage, which yeah, is it's really far away. Very, very far away from the casino. So, but it, it is the newest, uh, well, I don't know if it's actually the newest tower, but it's the most recently renovated. Or, uh, it's actually not true either. It's the nicest tower in Trump. We can say yeah, that. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Um the Those renovations, yeah. So I stayed in one. The renovations are very, very nice. We sort of got shafted because we were on the bottom floor. So there was this weird thing where the window was like five feet off the off the floor, whereas every other floor in the casino has floor-to-ceiling windows with, with beach views or city views. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we couldn't see anything. Um, but, you know, it's a nice room. It's a nice room, nice bed, nicely redone, like decorated, sort of the standard renovation for atlantic city lately which is like very red like jubilee also very red at bally's uh but a very nice room i would be very happy to to do it if i was not on that lowest floor yeah all right so moving right along we have Our resorts favorite. resorts the best ever all right so we have three different rooms and resorts there are the old ocean tower rooms which are pretty terrible pretty bad say. The furniture, uh, really bad. Bad shape. It's, it's not good. It's tiny. It's not pleasant. It's it's just a bad room. 
It's a so it's what? a really old building. It's the old Chalfante Haddon Hall, like we mentioned, and mm. it's the basic rooms are just really really beat up. It's it's one one star, Craig. Yeah, I can't. The worst, like, I want, the worst room experience in Atlantic City. It's bad. I I want to give it a little higher because I like resorts. It's bad. I do like resorts. It's not a good room, but there are better rooms in Ocean Tower. Yes. So yes, there are also renovated rooms in Ocean Tower, which they're not just renovated. They're actually what happens when you combine two Ocean Tower rooms and so update them and update it pretty dramatically. Um, I had these rooms once when I did the twenty dollars sandwich. They are really very nice. They're very well done. It's a big room. It has two bathrooms. It's super spacious. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I think it's that's it's easily a, a four star room in my book. You you didn't actually see it when I was there, right? I did not. You didn't make it up to the room. It it was really really nice. I I highly recommend it. It's got a ton of space if you want to go play poker or something on the ground before you. Head out of the casino, which I think we're probably the only people that actually do that. But <laughs> um, there's then then there's the Rendezvous Tower, which I have never stayed in, but you have. Yeah. Which it's also pretty large rooms. They're they're quite nice though, right? Yeah, it's another room. I say it's similar to the the West Tower, North Tower. Are we talking about mm-hmm. last time? North Tower. Um, North Tower of Tropicana, where it like it's a perfectly nice room. If that was the room I could get comp seven days a week, I would be extremely happy about that. Uh, it just needs like three times as much art and like a couch, an extra couch. Like it's, they're big rooms that just are like, they need a little bit more, uh, to be fully filled out, but it's a perfectly nice room, uh, good beds and everything, good furniture. I really like those rooms. And to the point that, you know, if I was trying the $20 trick, I would probably specifically ask for, for rendezvous rooms. And if you're, if you're staying midweek or one night only, probably not too hard to get an upgrade. It's probably worth mentioning also that like in my experience and probably in your experience also, like the $20 trick in AC is pretty successful, like pretty reliable. (laughs) It's never not worked for me. And, and part of that, like Vegas, I think they get it a lot. Like they're used to it. In Atlantic City, like when, they are not I, used to it. They when will, I did it like, at resorts, the woman's had the biggest eyes I've ever seen. <laughs> so I did it at Bally's to get a Jubilee room, and I had booked like the shittiest thing in Bally's. And they took like fifteen minutes, like going into the back room to figure out how they could make like room how they could in a ju- Jubilee room so they get this twenty dollars. And I was like, okay, like I'll let you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in retrospect, like I probably would have taken less weight and just gotten put in like a dentist tower room because <laughs> i didn't think the jubilee tower room the jubilee room was so amazing uh but yeah i mean definitely like if you want an upgrade do the 20 dollars trick there especially yeah. if you're one night or if you're multiple nights midweek like you are probably going to get an upgrade at least in our experience i i will say i will disagree with you i think if you do actually want an upgraded room and resorts you should go for the up- updated ocean tower rooms i think they're nicer than rendezvous Okay. I've been in your room in Rendezvous Tower. I thought the new Ocean Tower rooms were better. Yeah, but either or. I, I, I mean, yeah, they're yeah. way, way better than the base They're rooms, much better so. than the regular Ocean Tower, which and, are, they are bad rooms. And they're probably also more than $20 more. So I would say yes. you have a good shot if you just book the base room, go with 20 bucks, and, and ask for an upgrade. Yep. So Borgata, the nicest property in the, in the casino. I've only yeah. ever stayed in the basic room in the main tower so i don't have anything to say about any of the other 
rooms, but the basic tower room was very, very nice, much unlike all the other basic rooms in any of the other casinos there. It's a four-star room for sure. Yeah, and there's just and, all the little touches are done so well there. The hallway is so nice. Everything's so, so nice. Did you ask, has Paul stayed in the water club? He has. Likes it. Sure. Does he think it's better than the regular Borgata? Uh, I think the advantage of the water club is more the access to things like the, like the spa, the special spa. Yeah, there's a pool that's specifically for water club, mem- water club, whatever reservations. Mm-hmm. People who are staying in the water club. There's a spa. Uh, so I think there's sort of that exclusivity that the main tower doesn't have. Mm. I know some people actually like the Borgata Tower better because I think they're a little bigger, right? Is that a thing? Yeah, and I think the the some of the suites are more recently renovated. So in the main tower, you have like standard rooms, classic rooms, grande rooms, Fiore suites, Opus suites. Like, there's a lot of different things. Water Club is just club and Vista rooms. Like, that's pretty much it. But you do have the separate access, separate check-in, separate everything mm-hmm. um, in the Water Club. So it's all about if you want the sort of snooty water club experience, which is probably pretty cool. I would I would like to do that at some point. I probably never yep. actually pay for it, but I'd do it. So and then the last, the last one that we know is nothing the gold about. nugget, which <laughs> yep, neither of us have ever stayed there. So unfortunately, we can't really talk about it much. Yeah. But my these notes rooms are, are fine. Sparse. <laughs> I mean, I hear it's acceptable rooms, yeah. but I really need to bite the bullet once and pay for a room. But it's just hard to convince myself to do that when. Not paying for a probably nicer room is usually an option for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's the the gold tower, which is a bigger tower, and then the spa, spa tower, which is a smaller tower. I think it has more suites, both uh, right off the check-in line. So that's about all we can give you. Uh, I know people really swear by Golden Nugget. I know other people who gave Golden Nugget a shot and didn't like the rooms, and that's it. But... Uh, we don't have too much to offer you on that. Other yeah. than that, those are the towers. So that that was kind of the the meaty part of this. So let's. There's some other stuff that we should try to move somewhat quickly through, yeah. given the length of this episode. So the far. longest episode of all time. Two parter. Um, no, I think we can we can just <laughs> okay. chug through this. Well, we talked about so, the, the gaming, so we can. Yeah, we, we've definitely talked about the gaming. Um, so the must dos. So if you have one day in Atlantic City. Uh, what, what, what do you do? What do you need to see? If you've never been, you've never been, I think you have to make it to Borgata. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And I think, think that, I think yeah. the three things for me, you have to do, you have to see Borgata. You have to see the boardwalk and you have to go to Gardner's spacing. Cause I think it's the nicest part of Atlantic city. Uh, I could maybe skip Gardner's space and, I, but I would say you have to do sort of non-casino Atlantic City in some way. So, like, it doesn't have to be Gardner's Basin. Like, you could do... So, like, what? Like, White House? Like, or... you could do breakfast at Gilchrist, or you could do dinner at, at oh, Back Gardner Bay Basin. if you want low-key low dinner yeah. at Gardner's Basin. Or you could do, like, fancy dinner at Doc's. Mm-hmm. Like, that's okay, sure. Or, like, Cafe 2825. Or Chef Ola's or something. Sure. So, I mean, but it's kind of a weird question. So, since you wrote the question, I'll I'll kneel you a little bit about it or or try to dig a bit deeper so what what would you say if someone said that about vegas like one day must do because i know what i would say but I, I suspect it could be vastly different than what you would say. probably uh wander down the strip just walk down the strip with a beer mm-hmm. uh and take it all in at night preferably hopefully your day includes a night uh 
Oh boy. As far as like specific casino, it's really hard to narrow it down. I think Bellagio Fountains have to do. Mm-hmm. Included in there. Um I don't know. You're gonna say Caesar the old Caesar's pit, which I'm not a fan of. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, so all all I would say if you told me you have one day in Las Vegas and what do you have to do? Well, for me, it would be no doubt about it. There's nothing even specific that you have to do. You just have to walk down the strip and walk into the casinos, like each casino, and look around yep. and take it in and be like, okay, now I've seen this, and then move on and go in the next one. Yeah, well, I think like, I agree that is you. the thing to do, and yep. that's a whole day. And you don't even have to gamble. Just walk in and look at it. You just have to walk in and walk around, see the things. You know, if it's at Bellagio, the fountains, or 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 actually also at Bellagio, go in and check out the whatever atrium they have set up given the time of year and. You know, just check out all the stuff that's in all the casinos and see how each one looks different. And that's that's kind of the thing to do in Vegas, I think. Yeah. So the flip side of that, Atlantic City, I do not think you like. I think you have to walk down the boardwalk. I don't think you have to make sure you go in like Trop no, and Caesars and Valley's. Like, nah. Nope. No need. Just you, you should at least see the boardwalk, and not even because it's especially nice. It's just because it's it oh. is Atlantic City, yeah. and to know Atlantic City, you should have at least stepped foot on the boardwalk. Yeah. So those are kind of like have to do those things uh, if you've never been. What about like sort of good tips? Where can we recommend restaurant-wise for total Atlantic City noobs? Well, I mean, of course, like anything else, it depends on what you're looking for. And like any other place, I mean, I think you can look at a place like Yelp or something and actually get reviews based on exactly what you're looking for. It's probably going to be your best friend. Wrong. We're better than Yelp. Let's do this. (laughs) Um, for breakfast, I'd say, you know, Gilchrist is kind of like the place to go, um, or the Casa in Tropicana is very, very yep. good, right? Yeah. Uh, good option. Cheap, big, big portions for other meals. It of course depends on what you're doing. Like there's tons of very good restaurants in the casinos, right? Borgata has just a litany of very nice restaurants. Yeah. People really um, swear by old homestead. If you want steaks, I have never been. Izakaya, I can't recommend highly enough. Like, very interesting, unique menu. Um, Japanese sort of, like, pub food almost. But it's nicer than that. Description makes it sound. Uh, I highly recommend that. What else? We talk about Harry's. We like Harry's a lot if you're looking I for like, budget. Yeah, we went to Harry's our last trip. First time in a while. It's it's very good. Um if you if you want sort of a like old Atlantic City experience, uh, there's a restaurant in resorts, an Italian restaurant. Yeah, you and your wife went, right? Yeah, uh, Capriccio, which is mm-hmm. very very good. the 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 meal it's sort of like just a classic Italian meal. It's not going to like blow you away with its interesting unique flavors or whatever. It's just classic. Um, and the atmosphere feels very very old Atlantic City, looking over the ocean, which is very cool. Uh, I think the other places we have to mention are the Jose Garces places, right? In Tropicana. There. Yeah, that's definitely good. I know we've, we've talked about them, uh, bar Alon, especially the happy hour there, I think is pretty, pretty spectacular value. Yeah. Um, of course, if you want something a little nicer, uh, docs is great. Uh, chef Vola and cafe 2825, neither of which I've been to are supposedly fantastic. If you like Italian, uh, knife and fork is uh, absolute Atlantic City tradition. Um, talking about Gardner's Basin, we mentioned Back Bay Ale House. We both 
greatly enjoyed kind of the more more the ambiance than the food i think but just gardner's basin is such a pleasant place to be in atlantic city it feels totally unlike the rest of the city yeah and that's a casual place like burgers fish like crab mm-hmm. cake sandwiches that kind of stuff sit out there get a get a crazy cocktail and, and drink and look at the the bay and the, the casinos and everything mm-hmm. it's pretty cool just a cool experience i don't know what else do you want to uh, well, I mean, we have to talk or, about on the playground the like Continental. We both really like. Con- uh, con- yeah, the playground's cool. Continental's good. We both the sushi place is is fine and has yeah. a spectacular view. Right, like um, we've talked about Suzai, like going to Atlantic City. If, if you're arriving around lunchtime and you just want a quick lunch and then get to the tables, go to Suzai, sit there, eat some sushi, stare out over the the boardwalk and the beach. It's a great experience. Right. Um, booze. Go to a table and they give you free beer. <laughs> Kyle's booze recommendations, courtesy of the <laughs> That is as Kyle as you can get. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> what are you looking for? <laughs> sure, I mean, Continental has great cocktails. So, so we'll throw that I don't out know there. What that word means um, cocktails. Yeah, this is not your thing at all. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm <laughs> it trying to think. Say Miller Lite on the, on the label. Yeah. I'm not interested. <laughs> so, so that's one thing. Like, there aren't any. There aren't a lot of really amazing beer lists in Atlantic City. Winecraft in the the outlets is probably the best I've seen. One of the best I've seen anywhere. It's an amazing, amazing beer list at Winecraft. Yeah. Uh, they brew their own beer at, at Back Bay. That's good. Uh, yeah. They have a big beer list at uh, Iron House, right? Iron Room, right? Uh, I don't know if do they have a big beer list. There's more cocktails at Iron Room. Oh, is it okay? Uh, you've been there and I haven't, so that's actually probably somewhere else we should mention in restaurants. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Iron Room is if you want eclectic, like very, very foodie centric stuff, go to Iron Room. Um, that's definitely a suggestion that's worth <laughs> sort of taking to the bank as far as like a unique Atlantic City experience. Uh, yeah, I mean Continental, I think has very good cocktails. If you want in the casino. Uh, B bar where you sit and play video poker at Borgata will pour you a very, very heavy handed, uh, whiskey or whatever you want. Um, yeah, I, I think the cocktails are, are sort of coming around more little water distillery, uh, which is totally off the beaten path away from a lot of other stuff. Uh, they brew whiskey and, they don't uh, brew, distill <laughs> uh, whiskey and rum. They have a vodka, so they'll make cocktails with those. You can get a tour of the distillery. You can buy a cocktail for $7. Uh, that's a cool experience and, and unique, but all those things are worth doing. I'm trying to think of them missing any sort of cool cocktail places, but I think those are kind of the main ones. Uh, Continental is really like the sort of mixologist cocktail place to go. And Yep. Yeah, and I'd say Wingcraft or Back Bay for beer, probably good bets. So what else are you, should we mention? Non-gambling attractions. I feel like we've kind of talked about that a little bit already. The big ones for me are, you should see the Boardwalk. I think you should see just Gardner's Basin. Um, the Steel Pier is pretty cool looking, especially, I think if you have a family, that's the thing to do. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the, the, walk, the walk is actually very nice. Yeah, so the outlets are are very good outlets. I mean, there's an IMAX at the Tropicana, which is kind of like there's you know if you want to see the latest big IMAX movie, that's an option. 
the pool at Ares is a very, very unique feature. Like it's a pool under a big dome that's indoors. It's cool. Uh, I think that's very unique to Atlantic City. Although now, like Cosmo is building a big glass dome over their pool. It's probably done by now. Uh, so there are a couple other things. Um, you know, obviously lots of good shows at Borgata. Uh, there's a thing called Viking Cooking School at Harris, but good luck getting a spot. They sell out incredibly quickly. <laughs> like every time I've tried to do that with my wife, we've not been able to get a spot because they're sold out. Uh, and the other sort of random one is Tropicana always kind of has these generic shows, whether it's like a holiday show or a magic show or whatever it is, that it's very, very easy to get comp tickets to. And they're at least the like sort of magic, generic magic show we went to was really, really good. So if you're looking for just cheap entertainment, like almost old Vegas style, like we have this entertainment because you come here expecting a magic show, like it's great. I really liked it. I think it's it's a good uh, good way to spend some time for very, very cheap because free is very, very cheap. Um, live music, I think, is another thing to talk about. The Borgata has multiple theaters. The Caesars um the caesars caesars has a theater that that will have big acts boardwalk hall has big acts uh they do beach concerts during the summer every year but if you were just like there on a random friday night and want to see some free music you have some options boardwalk saloon at bally's typically has free concerts uh every friday saturday night Gypsy Bar at the Borgata typically has live people. Um, live people. There are live people at most bars. Uh, typically has live music on the weekends. Eden Lounge at Harrah's, um, I think, usually has a cover band. So those are all options that are good uh, for live music. So um, just all things to think about if you're looking for just a place to go. So unfortunately, Craig, you forgot the biggest and most famous live music thing in Atlantic City, the Playground. Um, oh yes, they T have Street. acts every night. I don't know if you knew that, but <laughs> yes. T Street, it's yeah. it's very good. It's it's just for Memphis and Nashville combined, <laughs> I think. So that is a bit of a a joke. So don't go to the playground expecting live music because there is none, no. because it's Bart Blatstein. So of course it didn't pan out. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess. To summarize, I don't think there's too much else to say, but certainly if you're interested in gambling like I am, I, I wouldn't begrudge you going to the city and just coming in and being like, wow, these rules are great compared to Vegas and and just kind of grinding it out in the casino. But I would encourage you both as someone who really has learned to enjoy kind of a lot of the stuff in, in the city outside of gambling, but also someone who's you know, hopes that the city is well, that, that believes the city's recovering and, and, and wishes the best for it. I, I would hope that you would hopefully go out and try to see some stuff in the city because it is, it is a pretty cool city and it's, it's very historic. And I think that's a lot of the fun of going to Atlantic city, at least for me now. I know when I was younger, it was just, just about gambling. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly lots of options if you're going to head out of the casinos, you know, we mentioned docks knife, knife and fork, Gilchrist, Back Bay, Alhouse Iron Room, like all those are options. Water distillery. distillery. I can't say the word distillery <laughs> at this point, but uh, <laughs> for Micah Brothers, we didn't really mention. Um, good place for pastries and coffee in the morning. Tony Bologna's kind of a staple for subs and, and weird pizza options. 
Uh, I think that pretty much covers the places that we kind of hang out. White, White House subs is the classic, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, it is the classic uh, sub place for my yeah, brother's if, bread, of course. Yeah, if you want to go get an Italian sub or like a cheesesteak, which is not going to be the same as the Philly cheesesteak. It's going to be like more bready, but still like that's the style of cheesesteak I really like. So that's also an option. Mm-hmm. Um, all All very good. And I would say... If you're there for a couple of days, just make it a point to get out to one of those things to sort of experience the city in that way. Yep. So here's the last question for you, Craig. Go for it. So given all the stuff we just talked about over the last however many hours. A thousand? Yeah. Uh, if there was someone who, let's say they're from the, the middle of the country, like Kansas City, let's say, halfway between Atlantic City and and Vegas, even though I don't know if that's halfway or not St. Louis, maybe. Uh, and they, you know, they really enjoy Las Vegas and they're considering maybe going to Atlantic city for the next trip. But what do you, do you, do you think that's a, a good plan or do you think they should just stick to Vegas? I mean, I think it's something that you should experience if you're into gambling and into sort of the casino town vibe. Cause it's so different. I think that's the biggest thing is like AC is so laid back right? Like it's just a beach town. It's, and everything about it is so much slower than Vegas, I feel like. So it's, it feels more relaxing to me. Like it's not so overwhelming as Vegas where it's like, like I like the sort of sugared, crazy, like drink 10 Red Bulls and go nuts in Vegas thing. But I really love the like, get to AC, take your time, go to get a dinner that, you know, at knife and fork that may take a while. Not that I've ever been to knife and fork, but but like that kind of stuff. I really like about Atlantic city. So it's a totally different vibe. So I would say, you know, if you, you could, you could do that in Vegas too, though. Nah, it's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) Go someplace that overlooks the beach, go to like, you know, whatever, Olan, go to, Capriccio and sit sit there and eat and overlook the ocean and enjoy yourself and just sort of relax and then go do your gambling after in a totally different atmosphere than Vegas. That's what I'd say. I think for me right now, the thing holding me back from giving it a full fledged, like, yeah, you should do it is that you're going to have to fly into Philadelphia, I think. Right. And you're still not especially close to the city, unfortunately. Um, or you're going to have to fly like spirit to Atlantic city airport, which I don't recommend anyone ever fly spirit. So there's nothing wrong uh, with spirit, Kyle. Yeah. Don't if you hate. like paying like a hundred dollars for check in or, or check bag or whatever. Yeah. Then that's fine. Pay for your carry on bag. Yeah. A hundred dollars for carry on. I mean, um, yeah. So I don't, I can't recommend it wholeheartedly. I do think it's a, it's a cool thing to see. And I think for the people on the East coast who have never been to Atlantic city, it's just like a three or four hour car ride away. Like you definitely need to check it out. I think it's, it's absolutely worth your time then. Um, I, I still think if you're in Houston or something that you probably are better off just going to Vegas, getting the way cheaper flight with far less hassle of having to drive, you know, figure out how you're going to do transportation for 60 miles from Philadelphia to Atlantic city. Right. I mean, especially if you're sort of way south or way north and you're like, well, it's a five hour drive, but it's also a five hour flight to Vegas. Like you can do the drive. Don't underestimate the stress of flying. Is yeah. what I say. Like that's sure. not a very good pitch for Atlantic City. <laughs> don't under Atlantic City, colon, don't underestimate the stress of flying. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like the ability to just sort of like have your your car there and come and go as you please, not have to worry about getting to an airport two hours at a time, not have any time when you have to leave, which is a really big thing. Like that's the thing that always stresses me out on the last day of a Vegas trip is like, oh, I need to really make sure I'm at the airport. And usually it's at like eight in the morning when I need to get to the airport, which is like, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to wake up and be at the airport at eight in the morning after my, on my last night in, in Vegas. Uh, so that in Atlantic City, I don't have to worry about because it's like, well, I can get a bus at 930 or 10 or 1030 or 1130. So well, the freedom I uh- like. I will say, I hope the airport situation gets gets sorted out in the next few years so that it becomes easier to recommend people do that. Um, but I, I do think for the, at least the people close by, it's a trip absolutely worth making if you haven't made it yet and you're still thinking about it. It's a super cool town. I obviously like it a lot. I do a podcast about it. Uh, and if you're in D.C., Philly... Uh, Baltimore or New York, you can do the Lucky Streak bus, which has open return. So that's what I was just talking about. You book yeah. a ticket. You get on whatever the next bus is, Stacy. You stay as long as you want, and then you take, take whatever any bus, bus. Any bus from any casino. Doesn't matter if it's the casino you went to. Initially, they do not care. They will take you back to your destination. So that's pretty nice. Uh, highly recommended. For right. convenience, not necessarily for the actual experience of sitting on a bus <laughs> for three hours. But. Any, anyway, like I said, hopefully you do check out uh, Atlantic City. And if you are an Atlantic City veteran and you have umbrage with anything that we've said over this six-hour special, um, you can reach out to us at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win and, and let us know why we're wrong. Yeah, Give uh, us your comparisons. I want to hear your casino yeah. comparisons for Vegas versus Atlanta. Uh, yeah. I would really love to know what you think uh, Harris is like in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's a tough that one. Be. That's the tough one, I think. Um, so you can find our content at doforone.com. You can find our podcast on uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, YouTube, maybe if you ever fix the YouTube thing. <laughs> yeah. I've had some uh, you can re- Google reach, out to, reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or send them an email at do for a win at gmail.com. So any last words, Craig? No, thanks for sticking with us through this whole thing. If you made it through it. Yeah. And, and <laughs> thanks for sticking with us during our news downtime and hopefully we'll get some regularly scheduled news back to you sometime soon. I'll be back. Peace.